Welcome to another episode of Animator Interviews. My name is Evan Vernon. I'm a contributor at Animation for Adults, as well as Animation Nights New York, also known as Annie. For those new to Annie, we are a monthly screening event and yearly festival that celebrates the very best in animation talent. Our artists come from all across the globe, and many have had their work featured at Cannes, Annecy, and other prominent festivals. We receive thousands of submissions each year, and each year we screen just 20 at our annual Best of Fest. Today we're discussing one of those 20, Nelly Michenaud is with me now. Nelly is a French artist who studied animation at the National Film and Television School and currently resides in London. Nelly's thesis film, Almost There, was chosen by our jury as a Best of Fest winner film. Set in a British train, the film follows a colorful group of passengers as they await their destination, trying their best to bear the noise, quirks, and flaws of the people around them. Their only problem? The train is on a looped track, with no beginning or end to the trip in sight. Delightfully odd and filmed with a unique blend of 2D and stop-motion techniques, Almost There is a worthy watch for any animation fan. Today, Nellie has kindly set aside time to discuss this film in her artistic career. Today's interview is also public and open to audience questions. We will address all of those as they come in. Nellie, thanks for being here. I'll start with the same question we ask all our guests. What got you into animation? So I did a BA in fine art, actually. Um, I've always drawn uh, since I was a little kid, but um, I did fine art. And it was uh, during that course that I found out about animation because uh, I had no idea how to use a camera, but I knew how to draw. Um, so I started to make animation and then put them in installations and so on. And because that's what I loved about animation, the fact that I could do anything I wanted. I didn't have to rely on reality at all. Um, and then I fell in love with the process. Um, so yeah, I looked into, uh, uh, studies that was going towards that. Um, and then I did a, a character animation course, so more based on learning the principle of animation and so on. And then uh, I went to the NFTS where I did the directing animation mm-hmm. course. And uh, that's where I did my grad film, almost there. And uh, for those who aren't familiar with NFTS, the uh, National Film and Television School is a very competitive and prestigious um, institution for animators as well as filmmakers um, just outside of London in the UK where Nelly is currently based. So thank you, uh, Nelly, for giving us some background there. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the film, Almost There. A very quirky, very delightful uh, film. It made me smile watching it, and I'm sure that a lot of our uh, listeners uh, feel the same. But where did this project come from? What inspired it? Um, so the, the main thing was, the, the starting point is um, from uh, the myth of, of Sisyphus. I don't know if you're familiar with that myth. It's the, the guy that's pushing the rock. Yes. The top of the mountain eternally comes back and um, and uh, basically, um, yeah, there's a French philosopher that took that myth to talk about the absurdity of life and um, and how to come to terms with it. So I was always uh, I was always curious about this concept and I was wondering if it was possible to put that in a film where this myth would not and this philosophy would not be explained like straight away but if we could feel at least that these people are trapped in 
in their little loops of life in this train that is going on a loop that has no destination and so on because that's not uh, the point. So yeah, it started like this and then yeah, the train became the metaphor for life where there's no really a point to it. Uh, and how do we accept this? How do we struggle with it? How do we come to terms? Um, yeah, that was the... That's, go ahead, Nelly. Sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> No, that's really interesting that you were, were inspired by the myth of Sisyphus. It's, it's generally considered kind of a tragic story, this, this idea of someone being damned to perpetually roll this rock up the hill and then it comes down and he has to do it for eternity. But the film, almost there tonally, um, almost seems kind of positive. You know, there's this frustration that the passengers feel as they deal with all of their idiosyncrasies and, you know, disruptions that other people are causing and they're about ready to lose their minds, but there's this, a moment of kind of reconciliation at the end when they, they all become a, a family in, in a sense, I guess. Could you um, t tell us a bit about that? Would you agree that um, the message is, is um, I guess, kind of, kind of optimistic at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, which is which is what um, the interpretation of uh, of uh, Albert Camus on that myth is is that mm. um, we should imagine Sisyphus happy uh, yeah. as someone that accepted this con its absurd condition of uh, having this nonsense of, of a life having no answer uh, to it. At least if you you don't believe in life after death or. or uh, any other religious uh, belief, but if 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 there's no religious belief to um, base yourself upon, then you're a bit lost. You're, you're there's no meaning to why we're here and so on. Yeah. So all of this myth is about how do we come to terms with this and we accept our, our absurdity by being absurd ourselves. Um, and there's a beauty in in realizing that no matter where you're from and uh, you you do belong to that same condition, and uh, yeah, that that's why they, they, I wanted that family thing at the end. Where, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a lesson in gratitude, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, while we're still on the topic of this film, Nelly, could you tell us a bit about the characters in uh, this story? They're all extremely colorful and um, quirky and unique in their own way. Um, were they inspired by people you observed or knew, possibly, or? Maybe yeah, I think um, there's a bit of a, I think we've all done that, you know, looking through, picking through seats in the train, looking at people, observing a bit, you know, uh, so it came from that. And then um, coming up with the characters, it was a work I did with um, one of the writers uh, at the school um, where we both, had, I just told him to go through his, uh, his notebooks and um, look at quirky characters he had and, and maybe trying to imagine yeah. what, what could be their problem and uh, so yeah we had a, uh, a guy that was uh, acting like a there was a cuckoo yeah a cuckoo that was going in uh, people's mouth and then taking over their yeah. their life and then so we wanted to explore some sort of love relationship how that um how that worked with that, that cuckoo in the in the game or, or someone a bit, uh, a bit OCD, you know, is never the right seat. Like the grass is always greener, you know, that yeah. type of character is never the right seat in the train, always changing, you know. So trying to have um, kind of daily life uh, problems. But yeah. We've got a couple of um, questions, um, I think, here in the chat. 
We'll start with with Jackson just a second, but while we're on the topic of, of, of personalities or characters in general, tell us a bit about the, this visual style you engineered, Nelly, this kind of hybridized stop motion 2D look. Um, you don't see animators do that a lot. And I think that'll feed into Jack's question here in just a moment. Um, so I wanted to work with both. I've always wanted to try uh, with both of them because uh, at the NFTS I, I've discovered the stop motion. Mm -hmm. And I really love the, the, the grounded, the textural aspect to it. Um, so, I, and, I'm, uh, and I've always drawn, so I, I really wanted to see how this technique could work without being a battle of two animated techniques, you know? So yeah, how could they yeah. work together? How could they complement uh, one another and, be, and really feel like they belong to the same world? And I think for the film, then it, it was a really good technique. It was fitting with the story because the story had this uh, more philosophical, uh, airy, uh, and you know, floaty yeah. type of vibe, uh, which could be done with the two D. Yeah. Uh, while this philosophy is is uh, printed into a grounded reality that we're going through, you know. So then the stop motion was also there for yeah to implement that, you know. So. You made a very interesting comment about the the realism that's kind of tethered to stop motion animation and how that you know is tied to the real world message of the film, like you just said. Very insightful, um, Nelly. Thank you. Jack has a question here on the topic of animation or character design. Um, he says you did such a great uh, um, such a great job doing the two D animation over the puppets. Um, apart from the bird who was entirely two D, I noticed the baby was two except for the diaper. Um, did it have an entire armature like the rest of the characters? Yeah, it, it did actually. Um, but not, not the entire one, but there was an armature, a really, really, really large hips. <laughs> it was a big baby, yeah. uh, which at some point when we first put it uh, on, the, on the set, we were like, oh my God, it doesn't fit through the, <laughs> the yeah. chairs, the corridor was too narrow, which then added a bit of comedy because the baby had to walk a bit on the, like a crap in on its side. Yeah, yeah it did have a, an armchair, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the baby was probably one of the, um, well, they were all very entertaining characters, but it was, it was, he in particular was very funny to watch, <laughs> just growing from a, a tiny little infant into this almost um, caricature of um, how the other passengers may have seen him, like, oh, he's so loud, you know. Um, and the like size kind of reflected that, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing, Nelly. Um, oh, uh, a question from Danny here. Excuse me, Danny. Uh, Danny says, uh, "How did you know the bathroom waiting dance and the way? Oh, and the polite mannerisms um, of some of the characters, uh, very on point. This might be a oh, reference yeah. to yeah. Go go ahead, Nelly. Um, this well, so I live in the UK, and British people are very polite. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> And uh, that is definitely from experience where you, you can find yourself in situations where both people want to go through the same door and then you end up spending more time being like, oh, no, after, after you, no, 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 after you, after you. Yeah. And that's, that's real life experience <laughs> of the British who make me laugh a lot. So yeah, I wanted to put that on the film. Yeah, that kind of goes back to, oh, we got another one here. But yeah, thank you for sharing. If anyone's ever been to London, um, it, I mean, anyone watching it will find that funny, but that interaction is is definitely on point. The British in particular are extremely yeah. polite people. Yeah. Um, uh, another question here. Um, oh, who was your favorite character to animate from the cast? Um, I think the babies are always, yeah, it's always fun 
it's always fun to draw because uh, of all the rounded lines and so on. Yeah. Uh, I guess what was uh, uh, most interesting to animate was maybe the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that was quite challenging. Because um, I was learning as, as I was going as well on, on some animation. So yeah, there's some bits I would love to be able to redo, of course, like any, any animators would, I think. Um, the cuckoo as well. That was that was interesting. Um, also, because there was a lot of imagination to to that had to be done between the stop motion part and the two yeah. D. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think this is an idea. You you mentioned the um the, the stretching head of the girl who's kind of the, the the main character grounding us to the narrative. She um she plays the role of the observer. It, it looks like who's just taking it all in and watching these people. I'm taking a bit of a leap, but that seems to be the role that you, as the director, are playing, talking about how other people behave in the real world. Um, is this character you, or a, a, a reflection <laughs> of you, maybe? Uh, my son designer did say that to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think I think every every director puts themselves in some way or another, and yeah. you know, I think there's a bit of of all of us and every character. Def- definitely, this one will be the closest to what a director has to do. Yeah. But then her point is that she loves to observe and feels very comfortable with doing this and and then really struggles when it comes to the time where she has to actually take part in this life and not just yeah. uh, looking at it from afar and where it's, it feels more safe. Um, yeah. She needs to embrace that too. So Yeah. yeah. Well, well, well said, Nelly. Uh, the fact that she, along with many of the other characters, able to uh, are able to come out of their shell and kind of um, surmount those social fears and, you know, the introversion that they feel it was really touching. Thank you so much uh, for sharing. Um, And thank you to everyone in the gallery for such amazing questions. Um, I know we're getting close on time. So I've got one last question for you, Nelly. You know, you're young, you recently finished your your studies, I believe at NFTS. What are you doing now? Um, Tell us a bit about your your, uh, current projects. Uh, So I've been working freelance uh, in London since I graduated. Mm -hmm. I think like a lot of animators, the pandemic was great for us. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of jobs done at home. Um, and I'm still pitching for short films to get fundings. Um, but yeah, no, so it's busy, busy life. You're originally from France. Do you foresee yourself maybe doing some sort of British-French collaboration in the future, if you can facilitate that? I don't know if you yeah. have a feature. Yeah. That would, that, would, that, would be a, that would be ideal, definitely, yeah. Yeah. I need to see uh, it's a bit complicated with fundings and stuff since Brexit happened. I don't know yeah. how they, they work with this, so I need to make a bit more research on that. Um, but yeah, ideally. Well, I think it goes without saying that not only the Annie team, but just everyone who's attending the festival is very delighted um, to have you sharing this wonderful film with us. Yeah, we've got some more comments coming in. Jack says, thank you so much. <laughs> All the best in your creative endeavors. Well said, Jack. I second that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it truly is a blessing to, to to feature all these films here. And um, you know, Nelly, uh, almost there is no exception. So we wished you all of the best in the future. We hope to see you back at the festival again if you're not too big next year. But, um, <laughs> well, I would we'll love to make another film. Definitely, I'll send it to you guys for sure. We hope that you do. But good luck to you, and I appreciate your time today. All best, Nelly. Thank you. Thank you very much.